Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Hey, Change family. I'm so excited to dive into the Word of God today. And we are praying that this year has been powerful already. And this year, we're really looking at the evidence of Christ. And that is what I want to talk about today. We're entitled today, What is Yours? Come on, somebody help me with the title. Say it with me. Say, what is yours? Put it in the chat, put it in the comments. What is yours? Now, you can say that two ways. Say that, what is yours? Question mark. Like, what is yours? Or you can say, what is yours? Exclamation mark. I want to talk about both things because you need to know, number one, as a child of God, what is yours? And then you need to claim what is yours. You need to ask yourself, what is mine? What has God promised over me? So are you ready to dive into the word and get what is yours to go after everything that God has prepared in advance for you? Are you ready for that? If you are, come on, let's pray. Let's, uh, let's get into the presence of God. Let's get ourselves ready to hear the word. Would you pray with me right now? God, I thank you so much for this opportunity to go deeper into what you want to say to us as individuals, as what you want to say to us as your children. And so today I pray that you would anoint every ear to hear, every heart to ingest your word. God, that it would transform us and make us into everything you want us to be. That we would be the sons and daughters that are flowing in the gifts of God. And that today you would prepare us for everything that we are to step into. We love you, God, and we trust you. In your name we pray. Everybody said, amen. Amen. Hey, let's dive in today. We're in a series called Evidence. We're looking at the evidence of Christ in our life. This year is going to be a year of evidence. It can be the evidence of Jesus that's been with you from the start. We're going to look into how God has always been there, how God is with you presently, and how God is going to be with you where you're headed. We believe that God has so much in store for this year. And if you're ready to dive into all God has for you, come on, somebody say amen. Somebody put in the chat, I'm ready. I'm ready. So today I want to talk about what is yours? What is yours as a child of God? This year, we're starting it off with the secret sauce of Christian living, and that is fasting and prayer. The disciples asked Jesus, at one point, they couldn't cast out a demon and they'd been doing it for so long and they'd asked Jesus, what is the deal? And Jesus revealed a secret, the secret sauce of power, the flow of power. And he said, this kind can only be done by fasting and praying. So we as a church, we believe, man, everything starts with prayer. That is the foundation of what we do. It's how we start every meeting. It's how we start everything that we do as a church, as a team, as a everything, as a people, man. We base it all on prayer. And this year, we want to dive into what God wants to say. And I invite you to jump in, jump into this fast, because this is what we do is we turn down the volume of what we're ingesting of the world, and we turn up the volume of what God wants to say. Man, I'm so excited to dive into that. We're kicking it off on January 23rd. 
It's just going to be a powerful time. We're going to come in person in our new home. Yo, come on, somebody. Somebody praise the Lord with me on the miracle that God is revealing as we jump into this new season, this new space, and this new home. Come on, some get excited about the life transformation that's going to happen in this space. But on January 23rd, we're going to come together for a powerful time of prayer and worship to kick off this fast say, God, we are totally surrendering to what you want to do this year. We're surrendering our lives. We're surrendering our resources to what you want to accomplish in our lives. And so I'm excited for that. So get ready. Today, I want to talk about what is yours, because this is, this is how we kick off the year as we jump into saying, God, what do you have for me? And I want to ask you that question today. What is yours? What has God promised you? What has he given you? There are so many promises in the Bible, so many promises in God's word over us as his children. And when you jump into a relationship with Christ, when you say yes to him as your Lord and Savior, there's so much that comes with it. It's not just something that you're, you're a part of a club or you're part of a, a group of people. You jump into a family. Come on. If you don't have a good family, I want to tell you, you can jump into God's family and it is the best family. There's so much that comes with the name of Jesus. Man, when you jump into this family, there's an inheritance on your life. The Bible says that you are now co-heirs to the throne, co-heirs to Jesus. You're co-heirs with Jesus. Come on, somebody. Everything that was Jesus is now yours. You need to know this as a child of God. And I believe that truly stepping into the evidence of Christ is knowing what is yours. Knowing what God has already prepped for you as his son or daughter. Knowing that as you step into this life, you can confidently step into knowing God has already prepared things in advance. Come on, if somebody's excited about what God has given you already, and what God has prepared for you in your future, somebody give me, I'm ready. Come on, put in the comments for me right now. Say, I'm ready. I want to look at Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. I want to look at this because I believe that it is a revelation to who we are as the children of God. I believe that it is a confidence that we can walk with. And I believe that this is like the theme song of our, of our sermon today. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19 says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now the word bind, we have to look at this because the word bind has a legal connotation. It means to place a contract on something. Now, we're talking to Peter here. Jesus is talking to Peter. He says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Now, this is a promise that now goes into all of us as children of God. Jesus was setting the pace and setting the tone of what it looks like to be a son or a daughter of Christ, to have the keys of the kingdom, to loose things and to bind things. Now, to bind something is to place a contract on it, right? To sign something and then it is yours. And what Jesus was telling Peter is, I have given you the authority to now put things under contract. I wonder, what are you believing God for this year? What are you believing God to do in your life? What are you believing God to do in your business? What are you believing God to do in your family and your kids? 
and your, the, maybe your loved ones that you're praying for salvation for their lives, what are you believing God for? Because here's what I believe, that when we step into this realm of knowing the authority on our lives, then we step into a whole new realm of confidence, knowing that we're not only just praying. You know, you know prayer is the difference between you doing things and God moving through you. Prayer is the difference between you working hard and striving and God moving on your behalf and you seeing the supernatural things happen like that. Whatever you're believing for, come on and help me because I know that God is going to move in this year. I believe that this will be the best year yet. We, we've saved this at this church. We believe it with all of our heart. We're prophesying over your life, your family, this church. I'm prophesying over my family because this will be the best year yet. Why? Because God has given us the keys of the kingdom. And our prayers place a contract in the spiritual realm. Well, how many are ready to sign some contracts in the spiritual realm? Come on, if you're ready, come on, put it in the comments. Say, I'm ready to sign. Show me the dotted line. Let me put my initials on it. Let me put my signature there. Come on, somebody help me. If you're ready to make some contracts happen, I believe that God has some promises that we are to claim. I want to show you some promises you can grab a hold of and sign the contract for your life this year. There are things that you need to claim as a child of God. There are things that you need to step into as a child of God that are yours already. That, man, we, we say this, what is yours? There are things that are already yours that maybe you're missing out on. And this year is a year, if you're ready, to step into the best that God has for you. Come on, if you're, if you're ready for that, say, I'm ready. I'm ready. God's best for your family. God's best for your life. See, the purpose of prayer, though, is not to get what we want. The purpose of prayer is to get what God wants for your life to discern what God wants, to discern God's will. And that's why it's so important as we step into this year that we really take time and we dive into hearing God's voice. So take time in the morning and carve it out. Take time in the afternoon and carve it out. Take time while we're driving, all those margin moments and take time and listen to God. And that's why we're doing this as, as a church as we're stepping in to hear Him clearly. Now, in order to really understand this uh, of how to get the keys to the kingdom and to really step in to bind things and loose things, because I believe there's power in our prayers, but I believe there's a secret ingredient that comes with the prayers. I believe that you can pray all you want. You can pray as hard as you want, pray as loud as you want with the most eloquent language. You can do all of this, but there's a secret ingredient that Jesus gives us, and it actually comes before verse 19. So you're Matthew chapter 16. We read verse 19. Now let's go back to Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 18. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 18. Now this is the kind of the behind the scenes of, of what's been going on leading up to this moment. And Jesus says, he, Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi. He asked his disciples, who do you say the son of man is? Talking about himself. They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Verse 15, he says, but what about you? What about you? See, Jesus wanted to know, where, was, where were they in the process? Where were they? Who do you say that I am? Well, Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. 
Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by the Father in heaven. And here's the secret sauce right here. He says, I tell you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. See, sometimes we, end, we, we step into that whole mindset of thinking the goal as the goal. We're praying for the goal. But in God's economy, the process is the goal. The process of who you are becoming. It's not about doing great things for God. It's about God doing great things in us. When we step into a life of prayer, when we step into a life of fasting, as, as we get ready for this fast, and I encourage you to get ready, prepare yourself, think about what you're going to fast for, think about the things that you're going after in God. But the biggest thing that we go after in this time of fasting and prayer is to be more like Jesus, to get his heart in us, to say, God, what do you want to do in me? And he says, you're Peter, you are the rock. And I wonder what God is speaking over your life in this year. Well, who is God calling you? He called him Peter. He changed his name. He said, you are a rock now. He was talking to the process that was happening inside of Peter. And I wonder what God is doing in you. What's the process that God is taking you through to make you into something that he will build his church upon? I think about my life and when I was growing up and all the insecurities that I had as a, as a teenager and the, the thoughts I had about what other people thought about me and the, the process that God took me through to make me into someone who's confident in his word. What, what God showed me, what God took me through, there are some, some challenges and some, some seasons that were hard. And I wonder if, if you're there, if you feel like you're going through a process or through a season. And I wanna tell you that the most important thing that God wants to do in you is to create your character. God cares so deeply about you. Come on, how many are here for the process? Man, this morning, my, my, my prayer, my, my heart is, God, I am here for the process. Make me into a rock. And I believe that God wants to do that in you this year, that he wants to create a character in you that you are confident in his word. You are stepping out and claiming things, claiming what is yours. Come on, help me this morning. If you're ready for the process, if you're ready for God to build you into a rock, man, I'm so ready. And I, you know, if God is in the valley and he's building me in the valley, then I want the valley. If God is on the mountaintop and he's building me on the mountaintop, I wanna be on the mountaintop. Come on, somebody, if you're with me, come on, say, God, I'm ready. I'm, I wanna be right in the middle of the process because when God makes you the rock, he can build upon you. He gives you the keys of the kingdom. Come on, how many of you are grateful that God cares more about who you are than what you have? Because who you are can create a season where you step into the joy, step into the peace. No matter what the circumstance is, you are a rock that God is building his church upon. See, Peter, he didn't, he didn't go through, you know, fairy tale and roses as a life. No, he faced some challenges. He faced some trials, but God built him as a rock. Therefore, he gave him the keys of the kingdom that wherever he went, he bound things up. He loosed things up. He released freedom out of his life. And I believe that God wants to do that in us. 
that as we come into surrender with him and say, God, I'm here for the process. I'm here for you to come in and do what you do, to speak to my life, to cut away things that need to be gone, to give me things that I need to claim. What is mine as a child of God? See, God has given us the gift of freedom, the gift of joy, the gift of peace. And if you want that this year, you can have it. You can step into the life that God has for you as a child of God. I'm so grateful that God cares more about our character than he does about our comfort. I'm so glad that God cares more about who we are as his children. I believe that God is going to make you into a man or woman of God that he wants you to be if you step in and surrender to what he has. The second part of that is he wanted to know, Peter, who do you say I am? Who do you say that I am? Being a child of God that steps into this life of authority with keys of the kingdom, you have to know who's given you that authority. You have to know who God is. I love how A.W. Tozer says, he says, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. I think Tozer was right when he stated that the low view of God is the cause of a hundred lesser evils. And the high view of God is the solution to 10,000 problems. Our biggest problem is our small view of God. Then if we'd get a new perspective on who God is, sometimes I think we're, you know, maybe you're praying to a God that's far off. You're praying to maybe Jesus on the cross. Hey, can I tell you, you're not praying to a God who's on the cross. It might sound sacrilegious, but you're not. You're praying to Jesus who's sitting on the throne by the right hand of the Father who has all authority and he is in intercession for you. Holy Spirit is in intercession for you. That's who we're praying to, a powerful, almighty God. And God asked Peter, who do you say I am? I truly believe if you want to step into the evidence of Christ, you want to claim what is yours, first priority is knowing who God is to you. Who is God? And sometimes it takes getting with him, being in his presence, knowing what type of love he has for you, knowing what type of grace he has for your life, feeling it, the expression of who he is, and then you step into knowing who God is. Peter said, yeah, there's a lot of people who, who think these things about you, think that maybe you're a prophet, think that you're a good person. You know, there might be a lot of ideas about who God is, but I believe you are the son of God. So are you ready to step into this life of binding and loosening things this year? What does God want to do through you as you get into his heart for your life, as you start to hear his voice over you, his calling over you, the mark that is on your life from the start, and you start to realize all the things he has for you, that you understand what is yours. You start to come into a new place where you say, I'm claiming what is mine. You know, it's like Stevie Wonder's song, signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours. Yep. That is what we walk in. And you can walk in confidently, knowing that God has already signed, sealed it, and he wants to deliver it when you become his. When you become his, man, it's a beautiful thing. The word bind, I wanna look at it one more time because the word bind also means to chain, to chain. You know that there are more than 3,000 promises in the word of God. And according 
to the Apostle Paul, all of them are yes in Christ. 3,000 promises that God wants to give you as a child of God. That is enormous. As you walk in to this life with Christ, you understand that there are now 3,000 promises that come with the relationship with Jesus. Come on, how many want to claim even just 10% of what God has for your life? And this year, you can do that. And I want to give you some promises that you can claim over your life, you can claim over your family. And I want to give you that today. But I think the most important thing that we can do is to, to bind and to chain our prayers to the promise of God. You can pray a lot of words, but when you pray the word of God, you pray a binding contract in the spiritual realm. I want to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 through 20. It's so beautiful. It says, but as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. This is the disciples preaching to the Christians. And they said, for the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who is preaching among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no. Sometimes don't we pray that? We like, God, if it's your will, yes or no, we don't know. We don't step in confidently. But he says, but in him, it has always been yes. I believe that's the confidence that God wants to give you this year is that every promise you claim it with a yes, knowing that he has already said yes. What is yours? Everything that he's promised to you, everything you read in the word. And if you will confidently step in and believe and say, God, I know that you are real. I know who you are. You are the Messiah, like Peter understood that. And you know that, hey, I'm in a process. God is forming me into becoming the woman or man of God that he wants me to be. So when you confidently step into that, all of these promises are yes in Christ. That you can step in and say, okay, yes, I, that's over my life. I believe that there's joy in God. That's over my life. I believe that I have strength in, in Jesus. That's over my life. I believe that he will bless me and not curse me. That is over my life. These are promises. He says, this is yes. In verse 20, he ends, he says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Come on, somebody give me an amen. <laughs> Just agreeing with what God wants to do in your life, agreeing what God wants to pour out on your life, that is what we step into. And then Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 through 11 says, as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So what you have to understand is once God has already spoken the promises and he has through his word, when you read these words, you have to understand they are already in motion. How many are ready to claim those promises over your life? Come on, how many are ready to claim what is yours this year? That as we step into this new season as a church, we're gonna start claiming God's heart for this city. We're gonna start claiming God's heart for our lives, God's heart for our families. We're gonna start claiming the promises of God over this land, why? Because God has called us here. God has called us to be the change makers, to be the confident ones who are releasing his word, releasing his promises, the confidence in his word. Are you ready for these promises? Come on, get, get your notes out, write these down. I want to give you six promises that you can claim 
over your life. And again, we mentioned there's like 3,000 promises in the word of God that you can claim as your own. But I wanna give you six today. Number one, God gives me power for my life. God gives me power for my life. You can find this in 2 Timothy 1 through 7. This is a powerful promise to claim. For the spirit of God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. There you go. That is beautiful. God gives you power. And you need to claim that over your life. Hey, every day you step in with that power and authority. God did not give me a spirit of timidity. I'm not going to come in at this so wishy-washy. No, I have power. I have love, self-discipline. I'm stepping in. Second promise, God's presence brings joy. God's presence brings joy. Man, you need joy this year. Come on, I'm ready for some joy this year. Psalms chapter 16, verse 11. You make known to me the path of life. You fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures as you, at your right hand. That is yours for the taking. That's a promise. That's what is yours. God's presence brings me joy. Anytime you're feeling a little bit down or outcast or something's going on that you don't understand, you just realize, hey, God's presence gives me joy. I step into that joy. The third promise, God will strengthen and help me. How many need some strength today? How many need some help from above? Come on, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. Man, whenever you need it, just claim that promise. God, I thank you that you will strengthen me and help me in this moment right now. This time I'm feeling weak, you will be my strength. He says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. There's a promise you can claim every day. God will be your strength. Number four, here's the fourth promise. God will give you wisdom. How many need some wisdom for what you're leading? Come on, for the family you're leading, for the, the career you're trying to build, for the mission that God has in your life. Come on, how many need that wisdom? Here's, here's the promise. James chapter one, verse five. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. There you go. What is yours? Wisdom. You need wisdom? Ask God. It's yours for the taking. You can step in confidently and say, God, I need you. I need wisdom in this time. I need you to help me as I lead so I can lead properly. Promise number five. God promises you an abundant life. Come on, how many want an abundant 2022? <laughs> How many want a season of abundance above what you need, above just what you're thinking in this world? Higher are his thoughts, right? The abundant life. This comes from John 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. There's a promise for you. God wants to give you life abundantly, above what you can ever ask or imagine. Sixth promise. You ready for it? God can be trusted. God can be trusted. We find this in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. I want to end with that because that's such a big promise over your life. That what he said, he will do. What he promised is already there. It's for us to step into that process of becoming the rock. Of becoming uh, the person that God wants us to be 
having the heart after him, that we come into an understanding that God is doing something in us. And it's not about us doing great things for God. It's about God doing great things in us so that we become like him, so that we love like him, so that we talk like him. And then he gives us the keys of the kingdom. So we start binding things in the spiritual realm. Are you ready to get everything that God has called you to gain, to prepare a way for God's glory to move in your household, in your family, in your neighborhood, in your workplace, every place your foot shall tread. The Bible says that we are the confident ones, that the earth is waiting for the children of God to be revealed. And I wanna ask you today, how many are ready for the promise of God, for the promises of God to come alive in your life? I wanna pray over you today that God gives you a confidence in his promises that this year would be a year that you can walk confidently and understand, hey, you're a child of God. And therefore, you can step in confidently to, to uh, prophesy over your life, to not just go through and wait for things to happen, but to come in like Peter did, as a rock that God wants to build his church upon. I wanna pray today that God opens up our hearts and our minds to hear his spirit well, that this would be a season where we understand his heart where you hear his heart for your life, you hear his heart for your neighborhood, you start to hear his heart for everybody you come in contact with, your heart breaks for those things. And then you start praying in that realm of hearing his heart and praying it, of hearing his heart and binding those things in the spirit that are already bound in heaven. And I wanna pray today that God would do that. If you wanna surrender, come on, right now, can you just, uh, just say that right now to God and say, God, I wanna surrender my life to you. I wanna surrender my heart to you. I wanna come into a place where I understand what you want and desire for my life. Then I can ask the question, what is mine? What is mine? What do you wanna come in and help and, and let me confidently bind and loose on the earth? Let's pray together today. God, I thank you so much for everybody who's watching. I pray that right now you come into all of our spaces, God. We invite you in. And right now we just pray, open our hearts and our minds to hear and confidently know what you want and what you desire. As children of the King, we understand the promises of God in our lives. We understand what you wanna pour out on us as your sons and daughters. But God, we pray that you would just give us your heart. Let us understand those things and confidently walk in boldly to bind and loose. That this would be a season where we see your hand move mightily. God, we thank you. And I just pray over every change maker uh, that's, that's out there, God, right now, I pray that you would move in their life have them come alive to the calling of God on their life. This would be the greatest season ever. We love you, Jesus, and we pray this in the mighty name of Christ. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.